You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. Uh, we're having fun over here as we get started. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was singing always. for them. Vicky, yeah, do you sing Vicky's again? having a blast. No, I was just singing that song, I Gotta Be Me. I, if you're over 50, you, you've heard of that song. The anthem of your life. I got, <laughs> gotta be me. Can you give us a rendition? No, but Steve can. Oh. You'll actually, people would actually um, identify with it if Steve did it. If I, it's so funny, <laughs> when I sing a song for people, they're like, the words sound familiar. But I don't recognize that. I don't no know, tune. I don't, I don't know that tune. Because <laughs> there is no tune. Does that tune exist in the world? My whole family's like that. We can't hold a tune if, if we. You hold a tune. I don't. It's not the, it's Only the if somebody gave it's it. It's the me. key you have a hard time. Oh, the, what's the difference? <laughs> the tune is the melody. Oh, I know. What's the key? I gotta be me. You know, that's a tune we play. But in, in key. Anyway. Yeah. If you want to learn about keys, I'm sure there's a podcast for that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is. It's obviously not this one. No. <laughs> let's, let's proceed. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, how, how's life going with you guys? I think life is great. I just, life is a party and, and I'm enjoying my life and um, have all kinds of visitors come in. And um, it's springtime in Oroville and it's beautiful. Everything's it green. is. It is beautiful. It really is. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Yeah. You sound really kind of. Sexy with that. Uh, Jess Gold. Just, yeah. <laughs> Jess Gold. Jess Gold Can makes I say me that sound. Uh, you just did. Come hither. Come hither. <laughs> come hither and yon. That come hither voice. So I guess he's doing bad. He's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we are. Uh, you're back from your trip last week. We, we did. Zoomed we did. You in. We had yep. a good time. We took our trailer to a parking lot. To a parking lot in Reno to <laughs> watch our granddaughter us. dance in a competition. <laughs> It's like we should just pave our parking lots and make them campgrounds. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, we had a good time. Our grand, our eldest granddaughter did a great job dancing. Wonderful. Well, let's uh, keep going with our uh, scripture. We're Ephesians. We're in Ephesians. Right. We're Ephesians. Ephesians. Okay. Yep. We're in chapter five. Right. This it will be here this week, and then next week we'll. Have one more and then we'll move on. Well, so. I just got to have a disclaimer because a lot of people think I'm on my phone. No. All the sound guys think I'm on my phone. But my phone has a Bible app, yeah. and that's what I'm looking at. So I'm not. I'm listening to my husband, and I'm reading the words. I'm on my phone. And she's my never phone. responded to a text message or browse Instagram. Well, I wouldn't say that. on the podcast. I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I just got to be uh, me, she go. says. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, uh, let's dive in. So if you want to read along with us, uh, we are in Ephesians 5, starting verse 1. And Paul is speaking to the church in Ephesus, and he says, He says, Therefore, be imitators of God as, as beloved children, and walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, as an offering and a sacrifice to God, as a fragrant aroma. But immorality, or any impurity or greed, must not even be mm. named among you, as is proper among saints. And there must be no filthiness or silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know with certainty, that no immoral or impure or covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. 
Mm. Wow. Yeah. You I picked just, those five verses. I did. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go home now. Yeah. Uh, does anyone qualify? They clearly speak for themselves. You I know? mean, they do. Yeah. But it, it, it's one of those things where I was I was reading through the verses and I was like, you know, we've been talking about how these argue, Paul continues to build on this argument. And at one point I was like, oh, are we saying the same thing again? But then I was like, well, he says it this many times. So I don't think we're in any, any danger of continuing to repeat this idea of, this is what a life living in the kingdom looks like. Right? Yes, I mean, like there's like there's a standard. Yeah, there's an expectation of a standard, mm-hmm. and and that ex- that standard, hmm. you know, we have turned it into an extremely um, imperfect thing. That standard, you know, with the excuses and the and the it's okay, God will forgive me stuff, you yeah. know, and. Uh, he, you know, it's therefore be imitators of Christ or mm-hmm. be imitators of God. Mm. We have this perfect standard we're supposed to be trying to imitate. Wow. And we're using our lifestyle, the fact that our world is so filthy, the dirtiness of this world. And I'm not talking about dirt. I'm talking about sin. Mm-hmm. Just the the unlawfulness of our lives. as an, We use it as an excuse, we, as an excuse to to be unholy, to be ungodlike, you know. And when he says, therefore, he's talking about chapter four. Right. Which is the same. He said the same thing. Therefore, do the same thing. Right. I mean, he really did. He'd be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God has forgiven you. Therefore, imitate God. He's forgiven you. So imitate him and forgive. Right. He's forgiven you. Even though he is no sin, he became sin. Mm -hmm. Therefore, Imitate him. Bear the sins of others, cover the sins of others, and don't sin yourself. Mm. Be like him. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on to say those four, four verses of, you know, <laughs> nobody's getting to heaven. <laughs> it really is. Nobody's getting to heaven. There, there, is, no, there is no place in, a king, in the inheritance of the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know it's certainty. Yeah, with certainty. Yeah. And it's <laughs> Paul, no. this is Paul. I mean, this is the Bible. This is what we call the Word of God. Yeah. And and I, it shocks me that so many people call it the Word of God, but don't, these verses, they just, they don't them apply the them in this way. Mm-hmm. They instead apply them to an imperfect human I- inheritance or an imperfect human imitation. Well, mm-hmm. Paul's saying, is have a perfect imitation, therefore be imitators of God. Well, my goodness, how much can we imitate? Well, the the life and times of Jesus Christ are a really good starting point in that he forgave, paid penalty for others, um, dealt with and put up with imperfect people. I think start there. Yep. If you get to the end of your life and you're still working on those four, I think if you've done it, you know, you, you'll, you'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, if you... If you get done with those four, I imagine there's something else. But most of us are still working on those, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be forgiving like he's forgiving. Yeah. Goes back. All this is really saying this is Paul's way of saying the command of Christ. Mm-hmm. Love one another as I have loved you. Do what I do. Be like me in this world. Live in the likeness of Christ. Yeah. Be conformed into the image of the Son of God, whose example on earth was for us to look at and imitate and try to be like him. Mm. Um, Maybe I can't raise the dead and heal the blind. So far, I haven't. I've I've continually prayed for those things and prayed for people who come to me. And uh, I do have some 
success, but not like him. But so I can't throw my hands up and say, because I can't do that, I can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Maybe I haven't forgiven the way he, or I hope he's forgiven me, but I mean, I'm not dead yet either. I can keep trying. I can keep going after it. I can make it my focus. I can make it my goal. Yeah. Whereas, um, I think people have quit making it their goal. They just, it's all under the blood. The grace of God is here's my favorite phrase. that's constantly said to me, the grace of God is big enough to cover even this. Hmm. And I'm like, well, it is big enough to cover even this, but will it? Hmm. The question is, hmm. will it? And what Paul's saying here is it will not. Hmm. Um, if I were an idolater, the grace of God is big enough to cover an idolater. Um, but will it? The grace of God is big enough to cover impure living, impure thinking, mm -hmm. impure talk, silly and filthiness, coarse jesting. It's big enough to cover all those. I don't have to be that careful. But will it? You know, it is big enough. But will it? Right. Uh, what does he say? Paul says, no, he won't. Mm -hmm. And Paul says it not only just here, but in many, many, many places. And Jesus says it won't. He says, be holy as your heavenly father is holy. Be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Mm -hmm. It says, for, for <clears throat> this you know, after what Steve just said, with certainty. Mm -hmm. So that means to be certain yeah. that there is no gray area in that. Mm -hmm. That no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance mm -hmm. in the kingdom of Christ and God. But then this next, I don't know if we can do this. Are we doing six you next? You can go for it. Okay, and that says, six says, let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God <laughs> comes upon the sons of disobedience. It's like, holy Hannah, what are we doing right here? People give us all kinds of empty and deceiving words that he, what Steve just said, it, it doesn't matter what I do or what I say because he's got my back or I got saved. 42 years ago, this contradicts it all. It's like, I don't want to be in that list. I don't want, um, I don't want the wrath of God to come upon mm -hmm. my disobedience. I'm not going to intentionally sin. Oh boy, I missed the mark, but I'm not going to go ahead and intentionally sin saying that my God's got my back and I'm forgiven because he's God. It's like, can we just read these in context? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, impure, just, I mean, just, Immorality and impurity and greed. I mean, how many people haven't been greedy? Mm -hmm. I mean, with money and time. I mean, you know, it's an. It's not like I. It's my mm -hmm. my ma mantra of my life. But you know, I'm selfish and self-centered, and I don't always want to do things for people. Uh, shock wave, uh, shock wave. But it's like this is just so jarring to my whole uh, identity of what he's saying. It's like Paul is just not mincing words at all, no. is he? No. We fall asleep at the wheel. We know these things to be true, and we read this stuff, and we accept this as the story. Now, I have Christian people who've been Christians, claiming to be Christians anyway, mm -hmm. the, for 30, 40 years, who tell me of their Christian son living with his girlfriend, got her pregnant, or they tell me of their Christian son who is living immorally, you know, a, a, a carousing and drunken life, and and they're, yeah, but they went to an altar when they were kids, mm -hmm. and so they're saved, mm -hmm. and it's like, how can you how can you claim to have read this book for this long and not read these things? Yeah. They are so straight so up and I, and you're risking eternity for your children. Right. You're risking eternity eternity for yourselves. And it's like you know I I don't know what people are doing like we're going to create a religion of our own and God's just going to say okay, okay. I'll, I'll accept that. That's good. We're not. 
We, we, we have this, I mean, the Bible is a wonderful thing God gave us, but it also makes us responsible. Right. It's true or it's not true. And if it's true, you can't take this part and that part and then that part, Parsley. but not those. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. Yeah. The grace of God, the, the, the new covenant grace of God is offered to any man who will accept it. And the payment for us to have this grace is so horrendously brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mel Gibson's movie was just heart-wrenching, yeah. The Passion of the Christ. And the cost of my sin was so brutal. So incredible. We're coming up on Easter. Mm -hmm. The cost is brutal. And he paid a cost for my salvation. And then for me to just act like, eh, you know, grace is big enough. (laughs) Well, yes, it is. It always was. Right. There would be no need for hell. We would, everyone goes to heaven. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. And it's not true. Hmm. That's not what he says. If it is true, at least, then why did he tell us this stuff? So I guess my question is, uh, we're saying will it, but let's say I, I'm, I'm finding myself in that place or I'm struggling with filthiness or idolatry. Like, am I then hopeless or how, when will it? I guess I'm asking when will grace cover us? That's, that's the well, Romans yeah. chapter six, maybe talks about the sin that you do that you want to do mm-hmm. and the sin that you do that you don't want to do. And, you know, I'm not one to decide what you want to do mm-hmm. and what you don't want to do. You have to. Right. The stakes are high. The sheep go away to eternal life mm-hmm. and eternal reward, and the ghosts go away to, to eternal punishment. The stakes are very high on whether you're actually failing at this greed because you want to, because you think grace is big enough. Mm-hmm. It'll cover me. I can do this. Locking he'll he'll just forgive me. Mm-hmm. The Bible says over and over, God will not be mocked. Yeah. God will not be deceived. God will not be tricked. Mm-hmm. He's not going to give in to these things. And it says here, we know this. And I think in every one of us, we know the truth. When I'm saying these things, people are saying, yeah, that is true. I know that. Mm-hmm. But then they come up later and go, well, yeah, but what about? And they use one of their bumper sticker mm-hmm. scriptures that have been twisted to mean this isn't true. Right. But you can't have it both ways. You can't have it. It is true and it isn't true. It is true mm-hmm. or, or it is not true. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I believe with all of my heart it is. And what's, so what's true? This statement about men, you cannot live this way and expect to have an inheritance in heaven. Right. You cannot attain to the resurrection and the name written in the Lamb's book of life by mocking God and saying, I, I, well, I said I didn't want to do it. You know, Paul said, the sin you want to do, the, you, there's no forgiveness for that. You don't qualify to be the children of God. Mm. If, but if I fail at something that I want to, I don't want to do, I I ought to feel bad about that. If it's really something I don't want to do and I have disappointed and what it said in chapter four is don't grieve the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. So if I grieved the Holy spirit, uh, that should bother me. Yeah. But I don't think it bothers many great, many people. They're not even looking into it to see if that's true. Mm -hmm. And so a person who doesn't does what they don't want to do can fall on their face at any time and repent and be forgiven. So they are so far from, what's the word you used, hopeless? Mm-hmm. They're so far from the word hopeless, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Because a person who sins inadvertently, a temper rises, or, a, or, a, or a, you know, a, 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 something passes in front of you, yeah. you know, or, or a temptation, 
you, you give into a temptation yeah. that you feel overcame you, but you gave into it yeah. because you wanted to. Well, you can, you can quickly, you know, feel bad about it and regret it. And, you know, we have all done that a million times. Yeah. Oh man. You know, I, I did it intentionally. I wasn't, that wasn't unintentional and I did it cause I wanted to, but it has to become something I didn't want to do. Yeah. I have to I then grieve and repent and regret that I did it. And then it's, and then I, I have all the hope in the world yeah. and I can actually say my sins are forgiven me. But if I didn't, and I just say, no, you know, he forgives me. Yeah. I guarantee you he didn't, and I guarantee you that this this word is true that Paul's writing here to the Ephesians. I'm going to go ahead and go. Yeah, go ahead. You give give an example often, Steve, on this topic about the archery kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So the word sin, the word sin is to miss the mark, Mm -hmm. right? The word repent is to turn 180. Mm -hmm. It's to turn away from in a 180 direction. That means the opposite direction. So if I'm headed towards a life of theft, I turn away from that and become a life of giving. I do the opposite of thieving. Mm-hmm. I give or I allow you to steal from me. Yeah. And um, either one, I'm, you know, I make myself a victim of theft or I am or I or I create and co- commit theft and or I steal or I give. Mm-hmm. I take or I give. And so that's just what repentance is. I turn from it. Because of a sorrowful repentance mm-hmm. for my sins, I decided I feel so bad about grieving the Holy Spirit. I feel so bad that I put another sin on Jesus's cross. And so the idea of aiming for the mark, which is to be sinless, means there's a target, which is righteousness. There's a target, which is doing it right. And I'm aiming for it with my bow and arrow. And I miss while I was trying to hit. That, I think those sins are almost automatically because, the, I mean, the minute I miss, you, you go out and shoot arrows and try to hit the target. You go, dang it. Yeah. Oh, went a little high. Oh, wide to the right. Mm-hmm. And you regret it immediately. Oh, I should have, you know, aimed better. And I think those things are so easily forgiven. But if you just take a bow and arrow and you just, just willy-nilly just fling arrows in every direction you know the stinking targets over there but you're just firing and going oh i'm yeah. shooting see i missed oh i missed again oh the grace yeah. is big enough god doesn't mind me missing he it's all done on the cross mm-hmm. those sins are what paul's talking about you're not yeah. even trying to hit the mark and those sins will not be forgiven you i don't care what you claim to be you claim to believe in jesus christ all day long but that very story is proof that you don't believe by God's standard of believing. You may believe in the American standard or the Wizard of Oz standard, Mm -hmm. but you don't believe in God's standard of belief. Mm -hmm. What he defines belief as is a life turned. If you believe that the goats go away to eternal punishment, if you truly believe that, you would never want to Mm -hmm. be a goat. Mm -hmm. If you believed that there was an inheritance like heaven, like eternity with God and you had met him, you would never do things that would keep you from receiving that prize. If you believe that your sins put pain on Jesus because he's timeless and he pays the penalty for sins yesterday, today, and forever, then your sins are adding to his pain. You would, if you really believe that you would never sin willy nilly uh, on purpose. You would never say, well, I'm not really sorry for that. Jesus will cover it. You know, he's got it. It's, it's, grace is big enough. You would never do that if you felt like your sins caused pain, your sins uh, 
endangered your life. These verses say they do. Coarse jesting, filthiness, silly talk, covetousness, impurity, idolatry, which all of us are so close to idolatry by God's definition, and we just think we don't, oh, I have no idols, because we don't have little Buddhas sitting on our dashboard, you know? We don't have little snakes, or Mm -hmm. we don't worship anything other than God. We don't don't have any Mm -hmm. idols. Well, we do have idols. We have all kinds of idols. Sometimes they're athletes, sometimes they're actors, sometimes they're singers. Sometimes money. Sometimes they're politicians. Sometimes it's money, a pursuit of money, the love of money. Anyway. Yeah, that's really good. Did that answer your... That was was perfect. So you got to aim at the target. And then your misses are regrettable, Mm -hmm. and they are easily forgiven. Yeah. Vicky, were you going to say something before? Um, No, but that's actually what I was going to ask him to do is because... At the bottom line is that um, I'm sorry I'm Instagramming. Um, so she, she's not she's not on a phone. At no, all. no, I'm no. Instagramming the kind of truth. It was a great little clip I just videotaped Steve. Um, but the it, the bottom line is intentional, unintentional mm-hmm. sin, and um, as a Christian, we should never just give excuse for unintentional mm-hmm. for intentional sin. Yeah. And so his analogy with the um, the, the arrow and bow and arrow is like we should be aiming at the bullseye, which is Jesus and His righteousness and Sometimes we just we just step in it, but not giving that credibility and saying that's okay mm-hmm. or accept you know hey that's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. I don't want to ever do that again. But so many people, like Steve says, he'll say he'll show pointing you know if you can see pointing at the bullseye mm-hmm. straight in front of you. That's actually aiming at the bullseye. But sometimes we turn our back all the way around and shoot at the opposite to the bullseye. And we say we're we're actually we're actually trying to shoot and hit Jesus. Well, no, you're not. You're actually. We say we're after Jesus. We, we, we actually, follow Jesus. I'm a Christian, and so, yeah. you know, it's like being a Christian is really it's it's a verb. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a way of life. Yeah. It's just not one thing I did. I believe, and that's all I I, I need to do. The scripture in Ephesians at the beginning, um, which kind of kind of um, really impressed me, was be imitate therefore be imitators of God. And I just think of, and then it says as beloved children mm-hmm. and i think about all my grandkids who are they going to imitate their family their their mom and dad mm-hmm. they're going to be just like them right good or bad yep they're going to most of the time it's bad <laughs> most of the time we our kids get the bad stuff but <laughs> you know they imitate everything they see yeah. and, and in our recovery program it's played out every day mm-hmm. if the parents are one way the, the kids will be will become even worse yeah. And to, imi- to imitate God, it's like I think you should know what He says, mm-hmm. because He changes not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, and it's saying be imitators as beloved children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, children. The way God loved you as a child, mm-hmm. love your neighbors as a child, mm-hmm. be, by by living right and demonstrating a good oh, the example. Da- the damage, right? Yeah, a good example. Yeah. Those of us that walk with Him in an attempt to follow Him and do what He's asked us to do. We become kind of like the the harsh person or the religious person. Yeah. Yeah. That's the accusation. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're actually the loving person. We're trying to love you by showing you the way. Right. We're trying to help you receive the reward. Right. Yeah. People see the it as being unkind or not Correct. loving to point <clears throat> out those things, where it's actually love, in fact, to warn somebody. Correct. Right? In fact, he I just talked to a little a little yeah. girl who. Um, struggled with a man who said he's a Christian and I'm not by a little know, girl you mean a young young woman. girl I'm sorry okay. young everybody's yeah. littler okay. than me <laughs> yeah. everybody's younger than I am now um but she was really struggling because the her mentor so so abused her 
let's just be honest, there's an abuse, there's abuse, and she's really struggling now because that was the example of being an imitator of God, was a man who said he knew the way, and he, there's, a, there's abuse there, you know, and it's, and the damage done by not being a um, genuine and authentic imitator yeah. of God, we see it every day. People are just tore up. The churches are filled with people who just have followed someone who wasn't a genuine, didn't believe what they said, mm -hmm. or they do what I say, not as I do. And I think as you read the, the scriptures, if you just read these four, read these four scriptures and acted upon them, I think you'd be okay. Mm -hmm. If you really just, if you only had a, you know, you're on a desert yeah. island and you, and this Ephesians one through four just shows up. And you live those with, well, if you're on a desert island, probably by yourself. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kind of, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, so that's all uh, you have, and you put it into practice. Yes, correct. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it, you. I think you'd be fine. I mean, you know, you'd be good to yourself. I yeah. guess. <laughs> that's good. I I think the. Um, Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. The other yeah. The, the other part of this verse I wanted to maybe as to discuss a little bit is. Um, in verse two, he says, uh, "And walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave Himself." up for us an offering and sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. And I think that mm. we don't always equate the imitating God okay. with the giving ourselves up and being an offering that's pleasing to God. Oh Often boy. it's like, I want to <clears throat> imitate him in some of the things that he did. Like I kind of want to imitate him in maybe the miracles that he did or some of the works that he did or being wise or whatever, but the, that bit of like giving yourself up, giving ourself up like, like, how do we do that? <laughs> well, it's a, we do it exactly like the verse is telling yeah. you by living moral. By That's right. And it says yeah. in verse 11 to expose the darkness. Mm -hmm. And then it explains it so that you show people what light really looks like. Oh, right. wow. That's good. And that's verse 12, I yeah. think. And, um, you know, if I'm wrong, it's somewhere close to there. No, you're right. Verse, yeah, um, 12. And it's how we love one another is giving our life up the way Christ did. And Jesus even said, if you didn't follow me, pick up your cross and follow yeah. me. <laughs> there could be crosses. Yeah. And for Paul the Apostle and the other, the original 11 that mm -hmm. are left over from the Gospels, their lives were all forefoot as well. Right. Peter was even told in advance, when you're old, they're going to take you mm -hmm. and where you don't want to go. Yeah. They're going to bind you. Yeah. He knew it was coming. He got to know it was coming for a lifetime. Right. This is my end. I'm going to be taken and beaten you know yeah. and uh paul was perfectly willing to go to even the cross and said he said to us you should be so lucky to be persecuted mm -hmm. for christ and he's really saying what he says all through these and anybody that doesn't know he's saying this is just not reading it mm -hmm. where he says you know um oh crud i forgot what forgot anyway that was weird i saw fly out your brain yeah it just flew right <laughs> out of my brain <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so the laying down your life, he yeah. says, it is, oh, yeah, here it is. It is, it is no longer I, I who, who live, live, but Christ who lives in me. Galatians and Christ is coming to pay penalty for others. Mm -hmm. Christ, so, so money, you know, like money. We're so tight with money. And I want to be so free with money. I want, you know, life. I want my time. We are so tight with time. We possess, we, we possess so much time in it, you can't change it. Yeah. Can't change a hair on your head or a second in your mm -hmm. life. You have so much time. I want to be generous with that time. I want to use my time for others the way he used his time. Yeah. And so Paul says it over and over, and you have to read it to know what he's saying. And if you've read it, you're just you're ignoring it if you're not seeing it. That 
Therefore, be imitators of God, uh, laying down your life for others the way He laid His life down for you. Mm-hmm. And and that means that I mean it's easier to die. Is either just step up and get a bullet, just step up and get a bullet, <laughs> you know, just ha- just yeah. dive on a grenade and have it be over. over. Yeah. Then it is to live seventy years of following Jesus Christ and sacrificing yourself for others, mm-hmm. laying down your life for others. That's good. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Be like Christ. He's not. It's not a nice fancy metaphor. It's the absolute minimum requirement of Christianity yeah. to lay down your life for your love for your world. Right. To be sacrifices, living sacrifices are harder than dying sacrifices. Mm-hmm. It, it just keeps because the the, keeps the band just keeps playing, yeah. man. I think that, I think that that uh, that idea of not making it about us anymore is just pulls something in us of like, but I want it to be about. Me. I want I, it to be about me. You know, I want it to be about my needs and my my things and my hopes and my my ideas and my there, success. You know, there's a, there's a thing I say to people, even people who don't like themselves. I said. Okay, whenever there's a picture on the screen and there's seven people and you're in it, who do you look for? Myself. Yeah. I said, if, there, if I put a picture of 500 people at a camp, what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Myself. Mm-hmm. You don't look at anybody else. No. The picture is good or bad. Based on you. Based on you. Yeah. And our, right? What do you mean? Right? I said, wow. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, oh, you did? That was good, huh? <laughs> um, so it's all about us. And it, it really is. It's, it's even the people that hate themselves. What you just said yeah. is it's just, it's just so apparent yeah. that we don't want to make it about us. We want to make it. We want to make it about us. We don't want to make it about him. Right. Yeah. But, but we don't want to yeah. make it about us. We but we're still, we're still like. Yes. Obsessed with our own obsessed. self, right? We are. That's it. Yeah. We. Obs- that's what I was trying to say. We're obsessed with our own self, and it's like it doesn't matter who you are. It's that is a great illustration of a picture being good or bad yeah. depends upon how I look. Right. So we're either obsessed with hating ourselves or obsessed with Correct. loving ourselves. But either way, we're obsessed. We're in the picture. Yes, we're yeah. in the picture, yeah. literally and figuratively. Yeah. It's good. So, so how do we change that? Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> By denying yourself daily. Pick up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. And we deny ourselves consciously, and we follow Jesus, which is more than putting our feet where his feet went. Mm -hmm. Going to Jerusalem is not going to save you. Mm -hmm. Walking on these roads and going and see all these sightseeing is not going to save you. Following what he says, acting how he acted, Mm -hmm. loving how he loved, forgiving and showing mercy bring whatever healing you've got Mm. if all you can do is hand out band-aids hand out band-aids if you can pray for people for miraculous healing and and you can get some of it done then do that Mm. if you can feed the hungry clothe the naked give water to the thirsty visit the imprisoned set the captives free save heal and deliver preach the good news to those that are lost all of those things if you can do any of them just start following in the footsteps of Jesus by defining following as imitation. Wow. Allowing him to live his life through you. Mm-hmm. No longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Wow. I think the biggest revelation we've had about this imitating of God probably is that for many years we th- we are probably um, – wrongly we wrongly thought that if everything went right we were blessed Hmm. and um you know and our we're so blessed we're you know i had a friend who went through a lot of maladies i thought wow she's not very blessed 
But the truth is, I was reading about G- Jesus and God very incorrectly. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus had many betrayals, many rejection. He had no place to, to, to lay his head. He got persecuted, got spat on, got, you know. And kind of in comparison to my life, what I was talking about back then, it didn't even look like what he's talking about. And then through many circumstances in the last 13, 14 years, I have really had a revelation of who God is a little bit more than I did 13 years ago. And the t- fact is the rain's going to fall on the just and the unjust, and it, you're gonna, there will be persecution, and there will be, there will be crosses. And some of the things that we have gone through has really changed and opened my eyes and my heart to way more of his truth yeah. because the truth is is you're not blessed because you have a house or you have a, the american dream or the canadian dream or the english dream whatever that is it's you know many people are very happy and blessed and they're living outside in the wilderness and have a hut mm-hmm. or you know may have a rock to lay their head on we so often in america i can only speak for america just think imitating of god is that that we get everything we want mm-hmm. And it's just it's just wrong. Yeah. It's just the rain's going to fall, and, and mm-hmm. people will die, and, and maladies will happen, and governments will collapse. And who are you when all these things happen? Yeah. Who was Jesus when these things happened? Mm-hmm. Who was Jesus when Judas, Judas, Judas just denied him? Who was Jesus when Peter, you know, just totally wet the bed over and over again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I should say that. Yeah. I just did. He did. But, I mean, Peter, Peter, you know, I get so identified with Peter. Yeah. And so it's like, who are we? When things don't go the way we, we think they to, should. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. I think um, it's an, another thought I had, maybe this will be our last point, but so I was reading this, I was thinking how Paul is describing our, what identifies us as somebody who will inherit the kingdom of God being based on our character. Like oh, that's good. the things that we, mm-hmm. you know, whether or we are immoral or not, impure or not, we're greedy or not, like things think about our character, the way we can conduct ourselves. But often today in Christianity, I think hmm. people would say that their their inheritance is based on their gifting or the work, the things that they they do in like a Christ, in a Christian sense. And I think we get caught up in in that as opposed to this. So could you talk, Steve, maybe a little bit about? character and gifting and that sort of like what are we pursuing what's what's important i guess so i think some of the some of the basic starting principles are the most important and we skip over those and i think that some of that is like someone people really want to try to sell this idea that you are not what you do Mm. if you're a sinner you're i mean you sin you're not a sinner Mm -hmm. and can you imagine just Think for a moment. Someone comes into your house, goes into your drawer, and steals the money that you were saving for rent. You had a camera in your, you had a little dash cam or whatever you call it, a, 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 a nanny cam in your teddy bear, and you went looking. You see it's your neighbor, and you go over and you show him the film, and he repents and he cries and he weeps, and asks you for forgiveness, and you say, "Yeah, okay, I forgive you." And you move on. You go on with life. You treat him like a brother. And then the next month, your money disappears from your drawer again. And the same exact thing happens. Mm-hmm. And the next month, it disappears again. Mm-hmm. But he objects to you calling him a thief. You, so you have friends come over, and you're out, you go out to the driveway, and you're talking to him, and your friend comes, mm-hmm. your thief neighbor comes over, standing at the fence, going to meet your, meet your guest. 
and you introduce him as, oh, this is my neighbor, Bob. He's the thief I told you about. Mm-hmm. And he just gets all offended. I'm not a thief. Bob, you've stole my rent money three months in a row. I've forgiven you each time. And you just continue to, of course you're a thief. You mm-hmm. steal rent money. Right. You know, you, you break and enter and you steal rent money. You are a thief. And can you imagine how you would feel in terms of everybody? Would you continue to be able to treat him well, you know? And that identity of who we are is definitely decided by what we do. Jesus forgives us. And we understand the story that if your guy just keeps, he says he's sorry, but he just keeps coming and stealing your rent money. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what we do with Jesus. I'm so sorry, but I'm just going to keep stealing. I'm going to keep right. putting my sins on you. I'm right. going to keep Greedy and coming to your door with my greed, my immorality. I'm just going to keep testing your love for me. Yeah. I'm going to keep testing not your forgiveness change. for me. Yeah. I'm not going to change. I'm just going to ask you Personal to forgive me and not hold my mistakes against me. Yeah. And that's kind of like, we don't want that to define us. And we have to have a, a, a groundbreaking, a ground, you know, just a shattering and shaking revelation of the basic principles of forgiveness. Mm. It's, I go and sin no more. Wow. I will not condemn you. I forgive you. Now go and that's sin good. no more. Right. So we have to be different. We need, we have to be born again, yeah. like he said. I mean, how did born again get taken right. out of the equation? As, as the founding principle of Christianity. I came to him because I kept stealing his rent money. And I said, finally, I got caught and I said, forgive me. And he said, I forgive you. I will not condemn you. Now go and don't steal the rent money no more. And I never stole it again because I I didn't have to go to jail. I didn't have to get whipped at the, at the post in the middle of town. I didn't get punished in any way. I didn't get crucified. Mm -hmm. He did. You know, and it's there's so much to this that the founding and basic principles of Jesus Christ are the words of Jesus Christ, wow. like be born again yeah. and you or you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. That means I was a thief. Now I'm not. I was these things. Now I'm not. Wow. And if I'm aiming to not be a thief mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to hit the mark. Yeah. And if trying as hard as I can not to hit the mark, I do one of those things where was that stealing or not stealing? There's so many scenarios, you know, where maybe I, I pick up the change off the table and forget to put it back or, mm-hmm. you know, and I end up stealing. And I was trying, was, I was really trying, you know, yeah. and, and you say I stole it. And that just mortifies me because, you know, I used to be a thief, but I was forgiven for that. I, I tried so hard not to be a thief, but I, I did it. I'm so sorry. And you fall on your face. I'm just so sorry that mm-hmm. I fell back into mm-hmm. what I used to be. And it, you, there's forgiveness for that. But the, oh, crap, he forgave me for stealing once. Maybe, you know, just keep doing it. Yeah, he'll forgive yeah. me. Hey, he'll forgive me. Mm-hmm. Right? I, and I think, I think it comes down to this. It's personal responsibility. Yeah. Really, salvation, working out your salvation mm-hmm. with fear and trembling. Be imitators of God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't let any coarse gest- gesturing or coarseness mm-hmm. come out of your All the things that Paul said, yep. it's two words. And I don't think anybody ever says this. It's personal responsibility for your Christianity. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It's all about there. It's all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know, just the story he told. I used to be this. I'm not this anymore. I'm going to take personal responsibility because Jesus did this for me. I'm not going to mock his sacrifice and continue to just to do the live like hell, basically, the way I used to live. I'm going to be personally responsible. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, the Holy Spirit convicts you when you accidentally miss the mark. Sometimes you don't even know you miss the mark. And then all of a sudden some will come to you yeah. or 
you'll feel the nudging, the sweet, sweet nudging of the Holy Spirit saying, maybe you shouldn't say that. Yeah. You know, so I just, I just, when he was saying that, I think personal responsibility for your Christianity, you can't just put it all on Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's already done it. Mm-hmm. Now you take the responsibility of his action yeah. and his mercy because these scriptures are so pointed mm-hmm. and so straightforward that these people will not get the inheritance. Church. I do not want to be that person. We have to be different. And I think, I guess what I was getting, what I'm getting at is in maybe my generation and generations below me in Christianity is this idea that if, maybe it's been around for longer, but if I sing on the worship team wow. and maybe I, you know, put some money in the offering bu- back, bus- the ba- basket, bucket. Like, bucket, basket, that's, anyway. Just, yeah, yeah. That's good. Busket. <laughs> busket, every that's once like in a, a while. Or I um, maybe serve at a homeless shelter. I do, I do some Christian thing that then I'm saved and I'm good. And that's wow. not what we're saying, right? We're saying it's that. not what he's saying. Be an no. imitator of God, it right. says here. <laughs> God. And uh, that's, a perfect, that's a perfect standard. Yeah. And so to be perfect, I need Jesus. I got to put on Jesus. I got to, like what Paul says, in another place, you got to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Next, next you got to put on. Next week. What? Next week. Yeah. I got to put on Christ. <laughs> Like I got to put him on like armor. Yeah. I got to put him on to yep. protect me, to shield me, yep. to to carry me. Right. Yeah. I got to put it on. I got to be born again, like Jesus says. I got to be trans, made brand new, mm-hmm. transformed into the image of Christ, as Paul says. Mm-hmm. Conformed to the image of Christ. No longer trans to conform to this yeah. world. No. But transformed yeah. by yeah. the renewing of your mind, personal Not, responsibility again. And it's like just those things that you said, those few things of checking the list. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. I think I would um, bet on that, mm-hmm. that, you know, I could live like hell and put 10% in the offering mm-hmm. and, and sing on the worship team yeah. and think I'm, I'm good. Because right. I would like to read the words mm-hmm. of Jesus yeah. and find out what he says. And to clarify, I'm not saying I have arrived in any way, shape, no. or form. I am not claiming that I have attained to the resurrection, for I have not. I have a race to run. I still have days to run it. And in any one of those days, I can quit. That's right. I know people who go into hospitals and they get people at their most vulnerable point where they're scared to death when they're going into surgery. They don't have answers for what's wrong with them. And they get them to pray a prayer. Do you know if you die, you'll go to heaven or hell? And they get them to pray a 20-second prayer. And they say, okay, from now on, you're okay no matter what. They don't even teach him about being born again. You must now be born again. If you, you've said this prayer out of a faith in Jesus Christ, now you need to right. then go and learn what he expects of you mm-hmm. now and, and grow in this faith. Good. Learn what believe means. Learn what follow means. Wow. And come after him yeah. being transformed, born again, conformed into the image of the likeness of Jesus Christ. Tr- therefore, imitating him, yeah. letting no silly talk, coarse jesting mm-hmm. or any kind of vulgarity yeah. be part of your life he says we don't even it's not even proper to mention these things wow. i think that's you know i think vicky mentioned it last time maybe that the bracelet you know the wwjd I, what would jesus do and i think you know that became maybe a little bit of a, a parody almost eventually but just that thought of if i'm an imitator of god is there something that god would do is there something that jesus would do would he condone to this what his does his life look like this and i think we we sort of maybe at the beginning of our faith we put an emphasis on changing but then eventually i, I, I think that people come to a point where they're like may, I, I feel like i'm good enough mm, you know I've I've, arrived. I, I, i'm 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 not like i've arrived but just like i've changed and maybe i've changed oh yeah changing, enough yeah like I, i'm good. better than i was so maybe mm-hmm. i'm okay 
I, I just want to maybe, if that's you that's relating to that, just Jesus. to caution us all to never get to that place of this is enough. This oh is a gosh. constant, like you said, a race to run, a, a process of mm-hmm. being yeah. sanctified and transformed and becoming like him. So, Jesus, I, I just pray for all of our yes. listeners that, and for myself that... We would keep running this race, Lord, that we would really intend and endeavor every day to be an imitator, to become like you, to walk like you, and to love like you, and to give our lives for you. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys, Amen. for listening, and we hey, will it's been a pleasure. see Have you next time. Have a great time. week. Amen. 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 You've been listening to The Uncommon Truth. Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast routine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today and would love to get your feedback. You can tell us what you think about today's show at UncommonTruthPodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch to ask questions for Steve and Vicky or suggest a subject you'd like to hear covered. Either way, we'd love to feature your comments on an upcoming episode. If you're new to the show or just haven't done so yet, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps push the show up the charts so more people can find us. If you know someone who would enjoy the types of conversations that happen on The Uncommon Truth, click share on the podcast app of your choice or send them to uncommonpodcast.com. Until next time, have a great week and keep running after Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be.